Hello, and welcome to episode 24 of Decoding Security, brought to you by SiteLock. Crypto mining is on the rise, both legitimately and maliciously. Uh, many are even saying that cryptocurrency is the future of money, and malicious mining is already replacing phishing and SEO spam. But what exactly are cryptocurrency and crypto jacking, or malicious mining? Before we dive into that, though, uh, Ram, what's the latest on the Ticketmaster breach that we discussed in the last episode? So it turns out that uh, Ticketmaster in the UK is only the latest and largest in a long string of e-commerce sites uh, hacked by this one threat group, uh, which their experts are calling Magecart, uh, probably because they were first detected infecting Magento carts. They've infected at least 800 e-commerce sites around the world, uh, most of them are Magento sites, hence the name Magecart, uh, uh, with scripts that steal credit card info. Um, a lot of them are smaller e-commerce sites, so you know it might not have hit major news until it hit something as big as Ticketmaster. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is the work of people that are serious about this. Uh, and uh, here, speaking of data breaches, uh, here Macy's had something. Yep, Macy's is another in a long line of data breaches announcing earlier this week that they had a data breach that occurred sometime between April 26th and June 10th. Um, it looks like they detected suspicious activity immediately after on June 11th and blocked the profiles that were causing the problem. But they're anticipating that a relatively small number, about half a percent of users who were registered on either Macy's.com or Bloomingdale's.com for uh, purchases had their information exposed. Uh, they're talking names, email addresses, passwords, usernames, full credit card numbers and expiration dates, which were all things that were stored on user profiles, apparently. So fortunately, not the security codes on those credit cards, but still full credit card numbers and expiration dates is a pretty... Mm-hmm. That's a lot. I mean, that's almost as scary as like a full listing of all the embarrassing cologne samples you've tried. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's it's still pretty intense for the few that were, were impacted by the breach, and they're not disclosing as of yet how many users there are, so we don't really have a way to say what the scale of half a percent is, per se. Uh, but they are anticipating that it's going to be relatively low and they are offering identity protection to anybody who was impacted and they've been notified. So at least Macy's is staying on top of it. Um, I'm sure we'll hear more about how the breach occurred and what caused it as the news develops and the investigation continues. That kind of brings us to our main topic today because we're talking about cryptocurrency which is sort of the opposite of credit cards which is personal identifying information cryptocurrency is designed to be anonymous and decentralized right ram uh yeah uh theoretically it's anonymous uh theoretically it's decentralized uh it 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 all boils down to essentially getting your computer or computers or massive uh, buckets of hard, expensive hardware, solving math pu- puzzles really fast, and then using the results of that solution to solve the next math puzzle really fast, Right, uh, which creates a chain uh, of essentially transaction records. That's a really bad explanation of it, but it's about as good as you'll find in just about any layman website, so unless you want to get into hashing. We do not want to get into hashing today. Then we will call it a day. Okay. <laughs> it's not really backed by anything other than uh, its users' faith in its value uh, and the aforementioned uh, math puzzles. Right. So it's not backed in the way that a traditional currency would be backed. But it is consistent. It is consistent. But the value, much like a traditional currency, does fluctuate as well. 
Yes, it's it's a lot like the stock market at whereas wherein there is uh, it's worth as much as people are willing to pay for it. Right. Right. And and it's not just Bitcoin, right? Though that is the the most known cryptocurrency. There are what hundreds now, dozens, hundreds. Uh, Ethereum's the other major one. Uh, Monero's the one that we see a lot in uh, malicious crypto mining. Uh, but I mean, they're having an interesting up and down year this year. So uh, who knows how it's going to end up? Uh, there. Speaking of decentralization, though, uh, despite the fact that uh, it was intended to be uh, decentralized, it turns out that uh, if you can gather up more than half of the computing resources used to crack these puzzles, which can totally be done if you have a really good botnet or if you happen to own a several factories worth of these things that just happen to be on when no one else is, uh, you can uh, basically execute a 51% attack, which is something where you can uh, not necessarily change the ledger, but have full control over what goes through on the ledger. So, so you, you can, can double dip. You can double dip. Uh, you can stop other people's payments from going through. Uh, you can get away with all sorts of weird stuff. And this has already happened on a few of the smaller cryptocurrency exchanges. So, uh, yeah, it's not 100% secure. Even and, when working is intended. Yeah, and the, and the 51% attack is not the only way that malicious actors can use cryptocurrency either. Crypto jacking is what we're finding here at SiteLock to be a pretty up-and-coming type of attack uh, in terms of malware, right? Um, what crypto jacking is basically is the malicious use of browser-based crypto mining software. So when you browse to a website that's got crypto mining software on it, it attempts to use your local computer resources like your CPU and your video card to mine for cryptocurrency. Um, there are legit uses for it. Salon.com is the most kind of well-known or notorious use, but a lot of subscription or ad-based sites are starting to see that their revenue is dropping because people are more inclined to use ad blockers now. Um, so they're actually asking when you log onto their site, hey, if you want to leave ad blocking on, do you mind if while you're here, we use your, your system to mine some cryptocurrency to make a little cash to basically keep the lights on here at the business. Um, but malicious mining seems to be more common, right? Yeah, apparently 5% of all Mon Monero coins on the market were mined by malware. That's that's a pretty yeah. Yeah. hefty number when you consider yeah. that only approximately 1% of websites are compromised with malware at any given moment. Yeah, I mean, that, that doesn't sound like a lot, but that's still a, yeah, a, lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Um. So, yeah, so, so, so crypto jacking is something to be aware of. What's really interesting about crypto jacking is that unlike regular malware, like, well, and I say regular malware, but what, what does that even mean, really? Um, but unlike regular malware, um, what we're seeing with crypto jacking is that it's almost symptomless to the website owner. It doesn't typically cause blacklisting or slowness on the website or performance issues or anything it's really more on the user end so you mm -hmm. could be losing users if you have a crypto jacking compromise or infection on your website and not even know it yeah oh speaking of which uh the market cap for monero is just short of two billion dollars so if i'm doing my math right five percent of that is about ten million dollars there nope day a hundred million dollars Hold on. We're not mathematicians. Yeah. Anyways, that's a lot of money. Yeah. 
Ram may be a wizard, but a mathematician he is not. I, I only uh, I only do math good when I'm drinking. <laughs> Either way, it's a, it's a lot of money. If the cap, if the market cap is about two billion, it's a lot of money, and yeah. it is something that website owners and small businesses should be aware of now, because as we're seeing more and more attacks on on websites tend to target small businesses. Yes. And the problem is that they're not just targeting the small businesses, they're targeting the small businesses' customers. Right. They're mm-hmm. visitors, which is even scarier when you consider that studies have shown that for most people, if a website takes longer than two to four seconds to load, they just leave. Mm-hmm. And if you have crypto mining software running on your website without their permission, it's causing their computer to slow down, which in turn will cause their browser to slow down, which increases load times on your website without you ever knowing it or being Mm -hmm. in any kind of control over it. So it is something to be aware of, and it is another reason that people just need to take website security more seriously. Yeah. Which kind of brings us to our final tip of the week, which is something we like to do here, uh, which is to follow the market. Cryptocurrency, like Ram said, is a lot like the stock market in that it's a marathon and not a sprint. Um, You know, the values do ebb and flow. They rise and fall with whatever is panicking the market at any given moment, which could be anything from a 51% attack or a new malware scanner that's catching more crypto jacking or antivirus software that's stopping it. Um, So something that we've seen happening is that attackers will actually increase the likelihood of their campaigns to be crypto jacking uh, or increase the volume of those campaigns when the value of cryptocurrency is up because it's relatively little effort for a much higher profit. So we always recommend that you follow the market just kind of as an aside. You know, there's a lot of newsletters or RSS feeds or website apps or um, even Alexa will report it to you every day if you want her to what the current value is just as a way to kind of be aware that there might be a threat lurking and that the likelihood is increased. That's a great tip. Uh, thank you, Jessica and Ram. Uh, you know, definitely, I, I think crypto mining is something we all need to be, be uh, kind of keeping on top of for the next few years here, and, and you know, probably even longer, really. Uh, you know, definitely, it's something uh, you know, to take advantage of, uh, you know, potentially, but also something to watch out for uh, as a website owner. Uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a two-sided coin there. Yep. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Uh, we also want to thank you, our watchers and listeners, for tuning in. Uh, be sure to come back next time, and don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, wherever else you may be watching or listening, uh, so that you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you have any questions for the Decoding Security team, feel free to reach out to us by email at podcastsitelock.com or on Twitter at SiteLock. The music, Upbeat Forever, by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. Decoding Security is hosted by Jessica Ortega and Bram Dahl, and produced by Topher Tebow for SiteLock.